Welcome back to Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Today we're speaking with Janae, a good friend of mine. Before we get started, Janae, can you tell us three go-to essentials you're loving lately? I just love my bicycle, getting out on the weekend and cycling around to cafes. I just love tea. I can drink like three teapots a day. I'm French or grey, definitely. So good. And probably at the moment, my neuroscience textbook. That makes one of us. Janae, can you tell us a bit about your testimony? I grew up in a home where the door, front door was always open and we never knew who might be joining us for dinner. We had this code word at dinner time where mum would say, okay, guys, I'm FHB. And it meant family hold back because people had just turned up at dinner time. And the dinner table was just always open to people, no matter the time of day. Definitely grew up with this idea of you just look out for your neighbours. And we used to move so much when we first immigrated to Australia. I think we lived in like six different houses in four years. And mum and dad's number one thing was we always met the neighbour before the sun went down on the first day. Actually, mum's on a podcast on this if you want to go back and look. Her name's Deanna. We've always had this idea. And so when I moved out of home and into my apartment, that was mum's advice straight away. Was make sure you go meet your neighbour or your neighbours. And of course, we were just kids. So sometimes it really didn't suit us that the house was always open. And sometimes we were hungry. And when the visitors would say, are you sure you don't want more? And we just have to smile and say, no, thank you. We're full. (laughs) Meantime, we can't wait for them to leave so we can have toast. (laughs) But mum's answer that was always, what would Jesus do? Throughout the Bible, especially in the New Testament, how much it talks about love your neighbor as you love yourself. And you have to start there. And what better way to love your physical neighbors? What topic are you going to share with us today? Loving your neighbors. Yeah, Mm. really awesome. (laughs) What does society tell us about loving our neighbors? Well, I think so often now that we've living such fast paced lives and, you know, the walls have got higher up around homes and so many people just seem to not even know their neighbors mm. and especially living in the, in apartment lifestyle, you can, you know, not even pass your neighbors a whole, you know, a few days can go past before you see anyone, you know, gone are the days where the fences were low and you would just talk to your neighbor while you're putting out your washing or you go and borrow milk from your neighbor like that's just not common practice anymore but there's something about that simplicity of that older lifestyle that I just really love and I was quite determined to try and make it work after a few days of being in this new place I spotted this older lady and I thought oh, wouldn't that be fun if I could get to know her <laughs> and she was a little apprehensive at first but yeah that's kind of where this story starts can you tell us your experience with meeting your neighbor because I yeah. love this story and I love how you've just gone out and totally loved your neighbor like the bible says awesome she was just passing me in the stairwell once and I said oh is you are you you know so and so I said oh do you live in the building and she said that she did and that she was just across the hallway from me and so I said oh is, would you like to come for afternoon tea sometime and she just laughed it off and kept walking down the stairwell I thought, okay um, <laughs> I don't know if she didn't hear me or if people just don't do that anyway so that just left it and then I saw her again either it was later that day or the next day and I said hey like I really meant having you over for tea I'll leave you a note under your door with a time a day and and you let me know I'd love you to come over anyway so I did that and then she did come for afternoon tea and we just chatted about life and about how she found herself on the Gold Coast and to think two years ago that she was so awkward about wanting to even come over but this year on her birthday we stayed in a beach house with her and celebrated from sunrise 
yeah, it's pretty amazing what God can do. And she just plays such a special role in our life. She comes over for meals. Let me start with a few different stories. You know, it's not always fun and easy and enjoyable. <laughs> you know, we're both humans. So I met her when she was 85, two years ago. And the first time she came over, she was so awkward. And probably I was too. To think two years down the track, we've just celebrated her 87th birthday. And we stayed in a beach house together and got up from sunrise and then we just celebrated all day and to think of what God can do for a relationship um, between neighbors like that just pushing through the uncomfortable and even still now it's not like you know it's all smooth sailing and I just love being in her company all the time there's a 60 year age difference (laughs) (laughs) but I do call her my gal pal and she's amazing she does my ironing for me and if I don't and she made you that right yeah she forced me to so so I initially said like oh I'd really want to pay you for it which she refused so then I thought okay well I'll just slip money under her door which she just then slipped back and then (laughs) so then I started buying like nuts because she lives on the pension there are some things that she just wouldn't treat herself to so I thought oh if I can get that she can't fit that back under the door and then that weeks will go by where I just don't get on top of washing or it's holiday and I don't really need things ironed and she'll get quite angry she'll be like well who have you been giving your washing to (laughs) <laughs> I have no one I just <laughs> it's all here in a pile <laughs> just come see <laughs> exactly you know we just joke so much we tease her and it's great fun she comes over for a meal every few weeks and I think it's been a big trust learning thing for her it's not something that just happened overnight this has been two years of you know weekly working on on this friendship and only just now is she beginning to feel completely comfortable and um, I remember when we first started inviting my um, housemate and I start, first started inviting her to family functions that she would find all the excuses in the book. We'd invited her for like a New Year's Day breakfast or brunch thing to which she said it was too hot to come over. Never mind that her house faces the sun and mine doesn't. <laughs> the apartments. And dad had even said to her like, oh, but Janae has aircon. She's mm. like, oh, yeah, no. So, <laughs> Whereas, you know, now I think at my own birthday party just yesterday, she... Um, washed all the dishes and she just went around and chatted to everyone and she would have only known a handful of people there and to watch her own confidence grow has been really beautiful and two years ago she was this really lonely lady who didn't go out she just paint or build puzzles at home or watch tv or do crosswords or play on her ipad like that was the extent of her life the confidence has come from this little friendship she now goes out twice a week to this with this elderly community out in Madrabah and she gets to socialize out there and they have meals together and she's got her confidence back to go and walk on the beach and she comes along to church on a Sunday and she's happy to stay back later afterwards now too and and she's just taught me so much about being vulnerable even when you're old and you could be so easily just set in your own ways and it's just too much inconvenience to let two 20 something year olds into your life but yeah she's just done that and then there's the gardening that so she's always given me tips on gardening. And when, when we do have our over for meals, you know, that also has um, its criticisms because <laughs> she likes to let, give me helpful feedback. And I just <laughs> have learned to just take it graciously. So <laughs> there'll awesome. often be a comment. About, oh, these you've learned how to do carrots? Is it the carrots? Yep, the carrots. Oh. That's right. So you've got to, you can't cut your carrots and your potatoes the same in a slow cooker. I wouldn't have known that unless no. I had done over because they yeah. cook differently. She propagates passion fruit for me <laughs> that I have not successfully grown at all. And I kill every one of those plants, but she just keeps growing them for me. And she'll come and um, help herself to snippets of my garden to put back in her stand. 
<laughs> you have an awesome story about a tea set. And I think that actually oh, shows yeah. how much she has valued over these two years your just love of her, like loving the neighbor. I think she really values that. And that this story really encapsulates that. Yeah, it's my favorite. So, oh, I was so surprised that day. I came home and, and she knocked on the door and she said, Come over, I've got something for you to look at. And I just thought, Oh, it must be something she needs fixing or whatever. And she had this amazing Royal Dalton tea set that she had bought when she was 17 and paid off weekly as she was um, doing her hairdressing apprenticeship. You know, it would now be what, like close to 70 years old. And her daughter and her granddaughter, um, who she doesn't have too much contact with, just didn't really want it. And she wasn't using it. And she liked, she loved that when I would have her over for tea, we'd always drink out of the teacup and saucer. And so she offered it to me, the full set. It's just unbelievable. She says, because she prefers drinking tea at my place than by herself at home. So now she comes and has uses her tea set at my house. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Janae, what does God tell us about? I mean, he does tell us a lot and a lot of us would sort have of heard it. But what does he actually tell us in the Bible about loving our neighbors? Well, he tells us to love our neighbor as ourselves throughout the Gospels. I've just got my Bible here and it has, you know, Matthew 19, 19. It talks about honoring your mother and father. And then it finishes with love your neighbor as yourself. So in Mark um, 12, 31, where it talks about loving God first and foremost, goes on to say that the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. And then again in Romans 13, 10, love does no harm to the neighbor. Galatians 5, 14, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. It's just like over and over, over again. again. And throughout the Old Testament too, there's references to it. So I think it's fairly clear, you know, the whole gospel is about love and community and including others. And I think more than ever, we have people living in these busy, fast-paced lives, connected more than ever digitally online, but who are lonely. Mm. And to think of the difference, you know, not only for my neighbor, but for me. I just loved having, I've had, you know, having immigrated here to Australia, I've grown up without grandparents nearby and I've always had that kind of desire to have and I've had lots of beautiful ladies and gentlemen you know that in that generation kind of fulfill that need for me here on the coast but it's been so special having someone just right across the hallway to make jokes at and laugh about and for her to feel comfortable enough to tease me and pull me up on things too and it's just like family you know it's not always smooth sailing and it's not always you know all rosy and and wonderful but it's um it's so fulfilling and it's so life-giving before we finish say do you have any final words of encouragement that you want to give to our listeners if you don't know your neighbor knock on their door just do it and you know sometimes it can be as easy as and my mum definitely taught me this is just if you're baking bake extra mm-hmm. and just drop it off so that, that this, this culture begins to build around you're not doing it for any reciprocal because it will take a while for them to trust you because it's so it's so unnatural it's Mm. so not practiced so commonly anymore so you might have to do it for a while you know this is two years of growth that has got me to the place where we can holiday together and and whatever else go knock on your neighbor's door drop off some baking or even if i don't think i'm going over and above here now but you know if you like if you buy a big packet of oranges or something you think like i can't eat all those oranges just drop them off to your neighbor. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, whatever. Just make contact with them. So good. Janae, thank you so much for joining us today on her daily drive. I personally, because I'm moving to Brisbane at the end of the year, I'm really encouraged and inspired to get to know my neighbors, my new neighbors. We currently live next door to our pastor, so it's kind of like we do know them. And I actually do drop off things to the pastor's wife, which I love doing, but I can't wait to do that to someone who I don't know already. And I think it's a really good skill for us as Christians to actually practice loving our neighbors. 
So thanks for inspiring us all. Oh, so good. I look forward to actually hearing about your journey in Brisbane and seeing, um, we should do another one of these. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Yeah. A little like the catch up of what's happened. Yeah. The neighbors (laughs) that you get to know in a year's time. Yeah. Thank you so much everyone for listening to another episode of Her Daily Drive. If you want to stay connected and notified when new episodes are released, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. And until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.